0: On behalf of the NHL, I want to tell you how thrilled we are to return to the state of hockey. It's obvious we never should have left. Minnesota, welcome back to the NHL. In the state of hockey, we skate the frozen ponds. We live the game. Welcome from the state of Minnesota, the state of hockey. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's attendance... Is
1: 18,815, our 27th consecutive sellout. Wildwood with the faceoff here. Here's Spurgeon going to work right circle. He scores! Spurgeon scores!
2: Takes a look. Here comes Dumba. That Dumba off the bench. get In front. And Douglas
1: has won it for the Wild.
3: Hit by Spurgeon. Hunt comes back the other way. Fiala's in for Minnesota. Fiala puts to the middle. Wait, score!
1: You're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast, presented by 10,000
0: Takes. Welcome to the Wild Techs Podcast, everybody. My name is Dev. With me, as always, is my enthusiastically attractive co host, Zooch. And we just have one phrase for you. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Yeah. That's right. Kirill the Thrill, Dollar Dollar Bill, Kaprizov has signed with the Minnesota Wild. A five-year, nine million per year, a uh, contract. Holy shit! What a relief, right? I mean, obviously, like Zuch and I, we weren't that worried because we've been preaching it and screaming it from this podcast for months now. But it is really, really good to just have that taken care of, right? Yeah, it is nice. I mean, yeah,
1: you hit it on the head. We've said for months he's going to be here. Relax. He wasn't going to Russia but it's nice to finally see the official account tweeted out saying he's here five years, nine mil, good contract. I mean, no worries, no complaints. Let's uh, let's roll into the season. now we got our Russian machine.
0: Exactly. Five years, nine mil. uh, And he'll have a a no trade clause on those two UFA years, which like, great. (laughs) We weren't planning on trading him anyway. Um, So (laughs) that's, (laughs) Yeah. That must've been the easiest concession in the world to make. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like, Oh damn it. We don't get to trade you. Shit. Ah, Dang. Oh, okay. All right.
0: Well, darn. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, you start to hear that, um, everything comes to fruition because, uh, Paul Theophanus and and Billy G are just going at it and back and forth, back and forth. And then, uh, not unlike the TJ Watt situation, it seems like, uh, Kirill actually stepped in and was like, Hey guys, um, the season's level's here. Like, let's just get this done. And yeah. they got it done. So fucking yeah. snaps to everybody involved, except for Paul. Cause uh, fuck that guy. Um yeah. <laughs> And we'll see him in five years and we don't have to think about him until then.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's the nice thing, right? It's not like two years where after this season, it came up fast. The season's probably going to go by fast. It's yeah. going to feel like an extension of last season almost, you know? Yeah. So now we don't have to worry it's, it's about it. Good until- to get
0: him- right 2024 (laughs) I think (laughs) it's 2026 yeah you're right simple math man
1: yeah uh it's crazy it's nice it's fun we've been talking about for months kind of hypothetically what the contract could be and nine mil is what everyone landed on saying that's fair and that's probably going to be very good deal for both sides he's going to get paid very well and the wild are going to get off because they get Bunch of rookies coming up on very friendly contracts, and who knows? Maybe they go out and add another top center. I hope they do because that'd I be great. Rossi Rossi's going to slot in very nice as a second line center, I think, for his first couple of seasons to get him, you know, into the league. But yeah, it's exciting. I uh, it's going to be it's going to be crazy to see what the lines look like at the beginning of the season with all right? these faces and all these rookies. We haven't I'm, even touched on the prospect camp. And I'm how very good, excited. Yeah,
0: yeah. To give you a little bit of uh, inside baseball for the uh, the listeners here, uh, we had planned this entire show to be basically hyping up the prospect camp, um, and then a fun little game later on with some guests from the rest of 10K, uh, and 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 then uh, and then the you know the beautiful breaking news happened. So we we changed things up the a little bit. The roost
1: bomb, baby. The the roost, roost bomb, bomb was
0: dropped, and uh, yeah. Uh, I think the beautiful well, feel of- good
1: for Mike Russo too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I oh to man. Feel very good. That,
1: send yeah. tweet. He's going to be tweet, good mute. tonight. <laughs> yeah. Send tweet mute. I'm going to bed. We're done. He's signed. Don't ask me any more questions about when he's going to be signed and how the relationship is with Billy G it, it's good. He's here five years. So let's celebrate.
0: Exactly let's uh you know you you touched on a little bit too like we're going to have a lot of exciting prospects coming through the uh the organization the next couple of years um and we got to see them for the first time working together at the uh the wonderfully named tom curver's prospect development camp uh last week uh which culminated in two just terrific games uh, against the uh the prospects from chicago um, Zooch, what do you think? What uh, who stood out to you? What uh, what are your first thoughts of of seeing the kids play some some live hockey together? Well, I mean, it's pretty clear. The obvious one is uh,
1: Marco Rossi, oh, hot in yeah. two genos, two big goals and two very pretty goals, if I might add. And also Italian two assists. That just shows me that he's playing very well above the level of play at that prospect camp, and I don't think he's going to have an issue slotting in as a top six forward. We'll see. No. I mean, the health looks good. He was he he just looks the part, and yeah, you know who else looks very very good? Matt Boldy. He the sure does. Is glue, the puck is glued to a stick, as our friend Spoke Z says. That puck is glued to a stick. No matter where he goes, spinning, freaking dancing around. That puck's on a stick, and he's making plays. And uh, the third player that caught my eye was Ryan O'Rourke. With a very nice one-time slap shot, (laughs) Dumba-esque goal. So, yeah, the Wild have some players, and it's always nice to beat the Blackhawks twice, right?
0: Exactly. And
1: yeah, we didn't get to we didn't get to
0: play them for an entire year. And by God, does it feel good to just fucking beat their ass? I hate them so much.
1: (laughs) And Rossi, Rossi, you know, potting a goal four seconds left in the game
0: that yeah everything they think about they're gonna
1: get out with the split like it's not these games aren't serious but it it's for team morale you're like okay we'll get out of here we won one loss they're we'll
0: not pass. serious oh. they're not serious but like i re- i think that's probably the biggest takeaway for me like we knew that a lot of these guys were good i mean the t- last time that marco rossi played an entire season um he yeah. scored 120 points in like 57 games or something like that yeah. like He's good. We knew that he was good. Boldy was putting up like 1.17 points per game in Iowa last year. Like we know that these guys are good. What we don't know is like how, like what's going on in between their ears. And I think that this past weekend, Friday and Sunday, especially really showed us that like these kids compete like some motherfuckers. Yeah. It was great to see.
1: Yeah. And the crowd going nuts too. On both of Rossi's goal, they feel it. The energy's buzzing around this team. I mean, they've got a lot of young players. They got very, very young. We've touched on this before. Yeah. They're, they're a young team now. I mean, Zuccarello one of the veterans, and he's thirty-four years old. <laughs> that's yeah. that's old, but it's not. Oh yeah, God, he's it's like very Zuccarello. up in age, you know. Yeah, it's like it, Zuccarello,
0: it, it, uh, uh Talbot, <laughs> and uh, Moose. I think are the the over yeah. thirty squad.
1: Yeah. Compared to there was, there had to have been at least eight or nine at the beginning of last season with Patteron yeah. and all those guys. So I, the youth movement's coming. They replaced the pieces they needed to replace on the blue line, and I thought they even added a couple pieces that look very. John Merrill is one of the guys I'm going to be looking at. He played very well with the Canadians, and yeah. I think he's going to be a great bottom six person to replace Susie. And you got a couple other guys, and I mean shit. I'm ready for the season to start like yesterday. Oh, so. uh, me
0: too. I if I if we weren't ready after this past weekend, we're ready after the Kaprizov news. Yes, yeah. like, and yep. it, um, yeah, it's truly just so exciting. Training camp starts uh, on September 23rd officially. Um, Kaprizov may miss a day or two of that because he uh, it's not known what vaccine he has. Yeah, but he's gonna be there, and he'll be there before the. He'll uh, be fine. The season kicks off. We play the we right. play the Blackhawks in, like, a real preseason game in, like, a week and a half, I think. <laughs> I great. think it's
1: even under that. It I might, yeah, it might not
0: even be that. that. It's great. Yeah. It's a great yeah. time to be a uh, Minnesota and a Minnesota Wild fan. Um, the future is bright, and that's – I feel like –
1: bright at every position, too. If yeah, the, exactly. Even the goalies. Even the goalies now. You got you got talking in and Jesper Walston, you're like, Holy and shit. shut
0: out Jones too. I thought he looked I, pretty good this week. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, and like, I, it's easy to forget. It's easy yeah. to forget about shut out Jones. And he's a very, very good goalie too. So I'm shit. And I'm pretty sure the Hamburgler's still under contract he sure is. Too. They got him down in Iowa. So.
0: We got the Hamburglar. And then um, there was a sixth goalie that was on the, uh, the camp roster that I, I, uh, his, 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 he had an incredible name. I had never heard of him before in my entire life. No, nah, they
1: got depth at every position now. And that Wallstead draft, yeah. like draft pick
0: was just, uh,
1: just another flyer on a future goalie, you know? Yep. Like, oh, if these guys don't work out. We got another one.
0: Yeah. Uh, the last guy that I was uh, uh, referring to, um, he is here on a, a PTO. His name is Trevin Kozlowski. He is uh <laughs> 6'4", 180 lefty um, who is uh, 24 years old. So – Good luck, Trev, Trevin. Um, I, uh, yeah, I can, I can be honest and say
1: I have never heard of that. No, I story, haven't either, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I have no you know disrespect, I hope, but I hope he does great and I hope his parents are proud of him. Um, oh, hey, he's made it pretty far. He's yeah. playing on a prospect team
1: and the Absolutely. NHL. So he's obviously got some talent. I've just never heard of the guy. So props to Trevin and good luck on your endeavors. Cause it's going to be, Tough sledding if you're gonna try to play for the Minnesota. Try and wilds break into this goalie room. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, I mean, for the the first time in a long time too, like we're we have prospects waiting in the wings, um yeah. both on the wing. I it's cr- crazy to think about with just how this team has been constructed for 21 years, but like the wild's yeah. prospect <laughs> cabinet might be the weakest on the wing right now. And yep. like that's saying something. Cause like, yeah, historically, it, it really is. <laughs> it's historically, usually, that's not uh, the, uh, we're going uh, to have any case. goalies
1: and we're going to have any defensemen where, where are these guys coming from?
0: Yeah. But, uh, I'm very excited about the, uh, about the future. Um, and Zuch, Zuch, I know you are as well. Um, and, uh, so yeah, Let's um let's get into let's get into it here because uh, we don't want to don't want to take up too too much time before we get into the uh, the fun activity that we've got planned with the uh, the rest of the ten k guys uh, that are going to be hopping on here. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the rest of the crew. What's up, hockey fans? As you know, hockey season's right around the corner, so it's time to get in shape. Betting shape, that is.
1: Yeah, our friends at Better Edge, that is BE. T T O R edge are going to help you do that. Use promo code 10K at sign up and get five free dollars to use on whatever, really. And uh, basically, you put money on a spread or a money line or an over under, and someone picks up that order, and you can win money. All you got to do is throw some money in there and Get going
0: and you're definitely going to want to be on the lookout too because our friends at better edge and Ten Thousand takes are going to be partnering up throughout the season we're going to be hosting competitions and contests where you can potentially take some of our money you know mine and zuch's you listen to the podcast every week and you think i can do better than these dimwits well you know what put your money where the mouth is so again to uh to sign up go to betteredge.com and use promo code 10k for five free dollars towards your first bet all right, we now welcome on two very special guests to assist us with our inaugural Wild Takes draft. This draft is going to be big, but before I get to that, let me introduce our guests. Uh, we have two guests joining us from the uh, the rest of 10K. We have Marlo and we have Beach. They are both esteemed bloggers. Uh, they both have terrific facial hair that I'm jealous of, and, uh, and they're both uh, the only two guys at 10K that are older than me, so just big <laughs> wins all around. Gentlemen, how are you tonight?
2: doing great how are you
0: good and that is the voice of beach if you have never heard his uh, sultry baritone before
3: it's been a while <laughs> now i gotta try and talk deeper than him uh... <laughs> oh i I'm, I'm not gonna lie i'm pretty nervous here i have an extensive hockey background knowledge but i tweet and blog like a casual fan so i'm sure i'm gonna throw out some garbage picks here
0: welcome to the podcasting sphere my friend um <laughs> We're Well, dropping I'm, sure, the gloves. I'm sure
3: we all will here.
0: Yeah. All,
1: some bad picks according to Twitter and wherever we post this stuff. So. Well, yeah, let's it get into it. it
0: all right. The rules of the draft are going to be very simple. Earlier, we determined a draft order, and uh, we will be starting that very <laughs> shortly. The draft will be a snake draft of all-time wild players. Uh, so you'll be drafting the player, but just for like the sake of simplicity, you're going to be drafting who they were like in Minnesota. So a guy like Brent Burns, for example, you know, you can draft him. You're, you're totally allowed to, but obviously his wild career isn't as strong as uh, some of the other uh, players, you know, that have come through the Minnesota time. So your goal is to draft the best possible lineup of one center, two wings, two defensemen and a goalie. For the sake of ease, you can play a wing uh, or a blue liner on either side. We're not going to, like, make you remember, you know, who's a lefty, who's a righty, all that garbage. And, you know, there's going to be guys, too, like your Charlie Coyles and your Mikhail Grandlins that can slot into the middle. That's totally fine, too, if you want to draft basically like a flex guy, like in fantasy football, where he can be, you know, like how Cordero Patterson this year is listed as a running back and a wide receiver. You can play him either spot. Uh, so you can do the same thing with guys like that. Once the draft is over, you, the audience, will decide on Twitter who you think has drafted the best starting lineup of Wild players. Gentlemen, are you ready for the Wild Takes draft?
2: Never been more ready.
0: We determine the order off air. Uh, The order is Marlo, then Veach, then myself, and then Zuch. Uh, So with that being said, Marlo, you're on the clock. Who is going first overall on your all-time Wild starting list?
3: All right. So I'm going to be honest here. There was, I was going through, I did a lot of studying last night and there was two positions. I felt like were relatively weaker, which is a Minnesota team. Shocking. We have some weak spots. Um, I think it's tough because there was a player. I didn't expect to get the first overall pick. Um, so I expected the second, I, I was going to take a different center here, but I'm going to start off. I feel like I'd be an idiot if I didn't take Miko Koivu right off the bat. You would be. Uh, so i yeah. re- I mean, I mean, one of the things that I've ever seen is that like he went plus 70 in his entire time in Minnesota. That's like shocking to see that we had that (laughs) defensive of a player. And I feel like near the end of his career, he was so underappreciated, but I feel like there's a lot of love for Miko. So this should slot me in for a a few votes right off the bat.
0: I got nothing but love for the cap fan. Um, Very easy one, one. So good job. Yeah.
3: I got to yeah. follow up here. Does anybody think we'll eventually retire his number?
2: Yeah, I do, yeah. actually. 100%. I think yeah, I,
3: I hope so. I mean, I think
2: we will, and I think years. we should. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I don't know that anybody is going to touch his uh, point total in Minnesota, at least not for the next 10 years. He's got right now, if I remember right, and I was looking at numbers a long time ago here. Uh, He has 709 points, and the next two closest are 437 and 400, and neither of those two are on the team anymore, and it drops off drastically after that. So, yep, he'll be at the top for a long, long time.
1: He was underappreciated. I mean, he was putting up 60-point seasons, 170-point. He was always in the 50s. I mean, dude, very underappreciated player
0: by Wild fans, which is very typical for Minnesota fans. (laughs) <laughs> well, Veach, you're uh, you're up, my friend.
2: Uh, that puts me in a tough spot. I was really hoping somebody was going to take a, a different position so I could sneak in Miko at, at two. Um, <laughs> it would be stupid of me to think that. But with that, I'm going to go with maybe the most recognizable wild name of all time and Marion Gabrick. Yeah. Another
0: strong pick.
2: Yeah, there's nothing more to be said. 0.87 point per game
3: as well, too. I believe that might have been the highest uh, mm-hmm. points per game for a wild player. Bonkers.
0: Bonkers. <laughs> Uh, there is actually one more player with a higher point per game, but I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to take him just yet. Um,
2: has he played more than a hundred games? He has not. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm going to take it. Uh, today is the day of the Soviet savior. I'm going to take Karuna. Um, now that we know that he is inked long-term he currently has a, uh, a points per game of .927, leading the Wild. Granted, it's in 55 regular season games, and you know there's all the asterisks and whatever that'll come with it. We all saw the kid fucking play. He's legit. He's here for another five years at $9 million per. Give me the Soviet saver uh, for my first-round pick.
3: I gotta say, I don't like this pick for the sole reason that you... I feel like you did this to ride the hype train to get yourself some votes online.
0: <laughs> yeah, he he magged, he, yeah I did not know for sure that I was going to be third overall but
3: plan this out
0: hey it worked out I'm not mad about it Zooch, who you got <sighs> this is a tough one there's a few
1: names I can go with but I feel like I'm gonna go with another underappreciated wild player and Mikhail Grantland this is my first pick he was solid in Minnesota he didn't score like as much a good as I thought he should have but dude he was a great person to set up plays he was quick and he had a few really good seasons towards the end for the Minnesota Wild. Like a really, really good seasons for us. Yeah, so. yeah I like got
2: rid of him a year too early. But my next yep. question is, are you taking him for a center or a wing? Uh, well, I'm going to take him
1: on the wing. Okay. On the wing Because my next pick is, are we going snake? Snake So It's yours yeah. again. Yeah. Okay. 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 And my next pick is, might shock some people. It's going to be Pierre-Marc Bouchard. Uh, Ooh, damn it. love of it. The- He's I was one gonna of my, my favorite, next pick. dude. He's one of my favorite wild players and the spinorama alone, like growing up seeing that happen in like live. I was like, Holy shit, this is insane. But Pierre, Mark Bouchard, one of my all-time favorite wild players to slot in yeah, we'll- in the middle of Mikhail and him. Yeah. I'll say, I,
3: I will say Granlin was my number three center. PMB was my fourth center. Um, yep. um, There's Somebody I think is a little bit better. If we somehow get to him near the end, I'll be happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh solid picks. Can't can't complain. I yeah. will say he was listed as five ten. That's that's absurd. There's five, no six, way.
1: Five, <laughs> no. <six men. laughs> he was not 5'10". he He's got four, four inch no tall
3: tokes. That's that's he yeah. got.
0: Oh man. Well, you have uh put me in a bit of a bind because I really wanted PMB <laughs> and I thought he would be there uh for this my second round pick. I'll be honest, I thought he would be there at three.
3: Yeah, it's
2: it's a bad pick. Let's just be honest. <laughs> I, I like it. Hey, I,
1: don't pick, I don't pick again for like six. It, it weeks, might be the most
2: to... hockey name of them all, though.
0: Pierre-Marc Bouchard
2: yep. is definitely up Pierre-Marc there. Bouchard I like
0: maybe. it, and and Zucchi, you're 100% right as to why, is because like there's only so many centers, and yeah. Zucchi and I won't pick again for a while. So I, I like it for, for the placement. So with that being said, I'm going to take a goalie, and I'm going to take Nicholas Backstrom. Great man. Um the, the, uh, the gentleman is just a terrific guy, and uh, I actually have a great Nicholas Backstrom story that I've been trying to tell in the podcast and never really had a, had a reason to. Um, when, he, when he joined the Wild, my, uh, my father got a chance to, to interview him. One of the other Finns on the team uh, back in, you know, 04 or I guess like 06 or 07, whatever year this was. Uh, when he was there, my dad interviewed him for a uh, a TV show, and he didn't know any Finnish or anything. And so he said, so he reached out to the team or somebody with the team and said, and the the one of the other wild players says, "Hey, um, when you have him on, say whatever this phrase is." I'm scared where this that is going to go. A few different ways. Knowing uh, one Dev here. Yeah. So the uh, the phrase is "meni vitun" in uh, in Finnish. So he, he welcomes him out. He says, Oh, Nicholas, thank you for joining us. Many of a tune. Great to have you here. And Backstrom just starts busting out laughing and dad's like, all right, cool. Well, I don't know why he's laughing, but uh, that's a good thing. They do the interview, the rest of his history. And then, uh, you know, the interview is done. They cut the cameras and my dad goes, so like what's up with the laughter? Why are you laughing so hard? He goes, you told me to go fuck myself.
3: I <laughs> mean, <laughs> So
0: welcome to Minnesota, my friend,
3: and uh, yeah, let me uh, let me put him between the pipes. Good pick, a solid pick. That's the thing. Goalies was a tough one. I put out a little teaser last night on Twitter of what I was studying. <laughs> no surprise, again, goalies tough category. So stealing Backy out of that is uh, in a second round, solid, solid pick.
2: Thank you, thank you. Future uh, yeah, up, yeah. I would say that there's there's no doubt in anybody's mind here that he was going to be number one in terms of goalies that went off the board i um, had two centers go off the board here, so I, I feel like I have to go with uh, position scarcity if I was smart. But I am not. And I am a panderer, and I will pander until the day I die. I'm taking Derek Bougard. Son
3: of a bitch. Damn. <laughs>
2: damn. That was- no, that's
3: – damn. Okay. There goes my graphic. The boogeyman, baby. Now here's what I'll say. I got, I, I got a comment on that one as well, too. I remember being younger. I had a whole buildup by the way of this. So I was like, I was going to talk about how there was no joke. Nobody that you were ever so excited to see score in his life. than Derek Bugard. Um, yeah. Nobody you wanted to cheer for more. Nobody you loved more. Um, I mean, rest, rest is soul. It, but I still remember being young, just losing my shit at one of his very little, goals that he had uh with the wild and what a special player like absolute monster with apparently the kindest heart in the world from what i've heard from people yeah great Um, dude solid pick uh great job beach solid 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 i'm pretty pissed but solid
2: (laughs) yeah and you know i i do say and i will admit it is it is a (laughs) panda pick big time there but like it is for the same reason that you just said when you saw him get out on the ice whether he was scoring or not i mean he was a giant out there amongst boys it was what it seemed like anyway and you just loved watching him skate around so 100 uh, the the love for the game from small town canada yeah
1: yeah Skate huh? around, beat the shit out of people. Skate in front of the Anaheim Ducks bench in the 2007 playoffs, and basically tell all of them to "Let's go!" I'll yeah. fight every single one of you right now. <laughs> like any of you, know, you, you want to hop off the bench, and they're all like, "Nah, we're good here." <laughs> we're, I don't think we saw what you did uh, earlier this season. I can't remember who the guy he beat the brakes off, but yeah, everyone. was no, he, 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 everybody. Legend. <laughs> it was everybody. He was a monster, dude. He was awesome.
3: Glad I, we had
0: him in Minnesota. Me too. I'm I I I miss him a lot. Um,
3: yeah.
0: Marlo, you're uh you're up for two.
3: All right. So I'm panicking here. Uh, <laughs> the other player, like I could go with another pander pick, but I'm a man of integrity. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to. I I got to look at this really fast here. Okay. I okay. I'm confident here. Um, I had this person pegged as a centerman. Um, and this is actually my second centerman because I know he did a little bit of both, so I'm taking him as a winger here. Uh, another person, rest his soul, uh, Pavel Dimitra. And the That's reason I don't know if you guys had him on your thing or whatnot as well too, but 118 points in 139 games with us, um, good. 8.84 point per game with us. He was electric. I love Pavel yeah. Dimitra. His time with us, I felt like was just a little bit too short. Yeah. Uh, he really made the number 38 look great. Um, <laughs> very, very hard to do.
0: It's a weird Real, number. I agree.
3: Weird. Very weird number. So I, I like having Palo Dimitra on that one. Not a pander pick. I absolutely, actually liked him, unlike Veach. Uh, so Dimitra, I'm happy to take him in my uh, with my second uh, pick. We were actually pick.
1: talking about him before he hopped on.
3: <laughs> yeah, we were, actually.
1: Oh, all right. <laughs> we were. We definitely were.
3: And so Marley, winger pick. spot. Oh, yeah, I do have another pick. That's right.
2: Yeah. The
1: beauty uh, of
3: I would be, I would be insane for me to not take Danny fucking Heater. Ah, there it is. <laughs>
0: fucking all star, baby. <laughs> I was wondering when Heater was
3: gonna go. Yeah. Heater is I, I might actually
1: necessity. I thought he might slither down to me actually. I oh, he, he wasn't might. getting to you, buddy.
3: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 102 points in 194 games, 50 in 07. Uh, I mean, the best moment that I remember from him, and this this clip gets shared once in a blue moon, like even yep. to this day. It's, I just probably guessed the lower hash marks one time. Yep. <laughs> He's <two laughs> right, feet right on the board. <laughs> two Dude. feet away. Uh, heater, absolute steal. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to make sure I tag the uh, Danny Heatley All Star. Danny Heatley All Star, baby. It's a votes by way. Danny Ely. Welcome to the team,
1: buddy. Yeah, that play main game seven to set up Nino was beautiful too.
0: Oh so. god. All right. Well, I'm no longer able to stand up if I'm wearing sweatpants, just thinking about that. So Veach, yeah, bring me down. What's your next pick,
2: buddy? I was begging myself in, <laughs> in my mind. I was like, please, God, just I wanted you to take a defender so I don't I don't do something stupid here. And There's a smart pick. I don't think we have
0: a D-man off the board yet. There's not a D-man off the board, which is why I
2: have to pick one. Like, I'm legally obligated right now. You won't do it. But I'm not picking the one everybody wants me to pick, and I'm picking Jared Spurgeon for a couple of reasons. motherfucker! A couple of reasons. I need somebody that's still playing on the team right now because everybody else I'm going to pick is from when I was young, and I'm just an old man now, so like this is all (laughs) going to be nostalgia picks to everybody else. But I needed somebody that was active on the roster, and there's a, a more important reason I I'm picked him. The Wild picked up Spurgeon in 2008, I believe. Do you know what round we got him in?
0: It was like was undrafted, entered, right?
2: It was the sixth round. you know who else went in the sixth round of their draft? Thomas Brady. The greatest oh, quarterback that ever lived. So oh I had to God, find some Beach. sort of connection here. <laughs> I so, I you know, there's, there's something about those six-round picks, that. the chip on the shoulder. Now dude, he's a captain. He's the heart of the team. Just, I had to do it.
1: I, I was thinking that before you came on. I'm like, he's going to find a way to bring up Tom Brady. On <laughs> yeah, I knew it was, was coming. Will. At some point. During I had God damn How it. How can you not, dude? He's just, un- yeah, undisputed goat. So, I mean, can't blame you. <sighs>
0: All right. Well, um, (laughs)
1: Deb's fed up.
0: (laughs) I don't even know what to say to that man. Like, okay. Uh, All right. Well, I it's my pick now. So I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go a little bit. A little bit off the board. This is a. This is a pick for me and for me alone. Uh, Everybody knows my my love for this player. Um, I followed him uh, after he left the Wild. I follow him to to where he currently is. Um, I'm talking about my boy. Give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me Nino Niederreiter. I love Nino so, so much. This is not a secret to anybody. And having Nino opposite uh, Kaprizov on my wings, uh, that's given me the two players that I have, honestly, two of my favorite all-time wild players. So I'm happy right now.
3: That's, uh, that's great. I thought you were going to say James Shepard. i'm confident in saying that because i can't imagine anybody else is going to draft james shepherd (laughs) i don't
1: think so i think his name will be long off anybody's board i'll be honest
2: if somebody took bugard in the first round or before it got back to me in the second nino was on he was next on the list there for my wingers i would have had to take him just to spite you as well because i know how much you love him so i'm glad that you got him thank you thank you all picks, all picks. i mean,
3: no, i don't think we can even say anything negative about it besides the fact that we got fleeced on that trade but then yep. that's not even his fault that's just i'm, I'm that. still
0: mad about it it's fine i he lives he lives two hours from me now it's great i get to see him you know like twice a year
3: yeah i got to watch him when he was hurt i actually i was when i was in north carolina doing a program for the hurricanes during playoffs nina was out i got to watch him train and that dude has a rifle of a shot yeah. it's yeah, insane person
0: <laughs> He is great, Zuch. What you got for your uh, your next well, pick here? Yeah,
1: you know who else has a rifle of a shot and scored one of my favorite goals of all time uh, in a while. Do it. His name is Brian Rolston. There it is. And god damn it! And <laughs> oh yeah, penalty shot goal, wind it up, let it against, go. The one <laughs> like, against uh,
0: Luongo. Yeah. Oh
1: my god! <laughs> <laughs> it literally came out of the net faster than it went in. You're just like, holy shit! He just did that. I mean, how can you not pick him into? To close out my, uh, I'm my not line, gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I,
0: I was torn between Rolston and Nino, so uh, yeah, I Rolston, went with my, I went I, with my heart. But you made a great pick.
2: Here's a question oh, I he, have for you: Was he not a center? He was not. Okay. No, I'm pretty sure he's a right. Wasn't he a right winger? Right I was wing. trying to, I was trying to get you on a technicality here, seeing you no, no, center. I'm like, yeah, uh, I wanted him to come back
1: around. back around. He's a winger, but no, I had, I had to pick Ryan Rolston there. I think uh, that my forward line looks pretty solid with with Rolston on the other wing, that's but, solid. um, you know, I think, I think, I don't know if Veach was leaning towards this on his defensive pick, but I, I'm going to take Ryan Suter. Cause I feel like that's the obvious choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. every season he played for the wild, besides maybe the last two, he was a top 10 defender in the league and he was a workhorse played fucking over 30 minutes a game for a few seasons there. So yeah, Ryan now, Suter.
3: Now question, are you, obvious concerned, choice. are you concerned about the casual fan? Like not voting for you? solely based on how idiotic they are Ooh, what a brave well pick is Zeus. no well
1: no, I, I am a little worried about that but i have to go with just hockey knowledge he he, he with spurgeon off the board he was another guy i was looking at a lot because nah. i like spurgeon a lot but he's off the board so you have to go suitor he's, he's got to be the next pick
3: yeah take notes of each it's he's doing it with his heart not his uh not for <laughs> folks <laughs>
2: You know All what? Right. The graphic's not going to show a Spurgeon and the Brady connection. So there's only there's only one negative <laughs> negative. That's what you think, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Um, well, I guess it's my pick again. I am gonna also take a D-man just because there's a little bit of a run going on him. And I, I want to make sure that um I I I don't uh don't get left in the dust. So I'm gonna take Philip Kuba. Ooh. Go a little bit off the board. Marathon um, man the marathon man uh he was very fun very solid player um and i want to want to you know kind of throw throw back a little bit to uh to to you know the good old days
2: yeah the only reason i call him marathon man and why that comes up is he's got a higher time on ice um per game i should say um stat if you want to call it that Than anybody in wild history, except for the guy that just went in front of him. Except Suter. Ryan Suter, yeah. yep. And that's just because Suter played on more of the, the, if you want to call it special teams, power play defense. And that uh, is what you would call head. it, yeah.
1: Wow. Well. Well, or he just decided not to come off the ice and told his coach to go fuck himself. Yeah, just, nah, I'm staying out here. <laughs> Look at like, Zuch hey, hey, trashing hey, his own pick. Hey. All right, Veach. That's what Bruce Bedros said on the radio and Paul Allen. Yeah. No, he really I know. said Suter did not want to come off the ice. He said, no, nah, I'm staying out here, buddy. Uh, Veach,
2: you're up. Oh, man. Um, I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place of people I want to pick right now um i'm telling you right now i'm going to pick a goalie dead last because i think once you get past nicholas backstrom every one of them is almost identical when you're looking at stats so i don't think that there is a winner outside of name recognition uh which is fine and the only the only reason i'm saying that is because i don't count one of them for lack of tenure we'll just leave it at that for now <laughs> um so with that being said i'm gonna go with uh, one of the most surprising picks um i shouldn't even say picks but acquisitions uh bringing in an old man he performed better here than anybody expected i'm going to take yeah. eric stall yeah that's a good pick i, I was debating on t- picking him too um
0: that's a great pick and a, a very solid center and uh as we all know ties the uh franchise record for goal scoring in a season yep so uh, pass that
3: up. Crazy. Marlo, I, I always he, thought, I would say real quick, I always thought stall was going to be a good player. I didn't expect him to be as good as he actually was when he came up. Yeah.
0: I don't think like, anybody I, did. That was yeah, part I, of the beauty you
3: know, of it. People thought he was kind of uh, on the down slump, and I knew he would improve, but I just didn't expect that. That's for sure.
0: I still but, have a koozie that I bought from the, uh, the wild hockey Reddit. That's the Minnesota North stalls and it's uh, the old <laughs> North stars logo, but it's Eric stalls face instead of where the star is above the end.
2: <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, he's somebody that we, we missed really, really badly last year, in my opinion, just in terms of the ability to win a face off and find some other guys on the ice to get the puck too. And I I'm, I'm hoping we got that in some of the young guys that are coming up. Yeah.
3: All right. Yeah, Marlo,
2: two picks to you, my friend.
3: All right. So <clears throat> I kind of agree with, uh, when he's talking about the goaltending thing. Uh, I'm still torn. I'm not going to take a goalie right now. Um, but I'm for sure going to take a defenseman. And I also, feel like i want a current rostered player another player that i feel is so incredibly underappreciated um just because of like his surrounding like defensive core
0: start, um start you that pick in be,
3: that's gonna be uh yonas um,
0: i was correct
3: <laughs> solid player yeah i mean i mean does anybody hate him like no he's great possible um, so, I mean, I, I think it's a solid defensive pick. I got such strong forwards on my board. Why not go straight defensive? I had another idea in mind, but I think I can hold off because I don't think anybody's going to take him.
2: No, yeah, I think that's only, a great pick. Only thing I got to say about Brodine is, um, a lot of people are surprised to learn that he's actually a plus 50 player. So I think that's top mm-hmm. four or five all time in wild history. When he's on the ice, he's he's making plays happen, he's making sure things don't happen the other way. So yeah, just he's not that. talked about
3: whatsoever at all. So
2: yeah, well, Marlo,
0: pick is to you again. So if you want all your right. other mystery player, you can take him.
3: See, this is why I held out because I knew nobody would take him after this after my ravine <laughs> pick. So uh this one may shock you guys too, because once again, I'm gonna go really defensive on another player that nobody really hated. Uh Nick Schultz. God. That's a good one. I didn't. Okay, good. I'm glad it was on. God. Board. Yeah, dude, I he was on, that.
0: he, I wasn't probably going to take him, but he was on my short list. Yeah,
3: yeah. I, he's I a, think he's he was my just, next was, defenseman. Like looking through them, there really wasn't a whole lot of like, we don't have a whole lot of really good offensive defenseman in our history. Um, so why not just buckle down, go some of my favorite defensive players growing up, Nick Schultz. I loved him. I thought he was just so solid, especially for like yeah. his size. He wasn't a monster or anything like that, but just sound.
2: Yeah. You
0: know? Now it's a great pick. Uh, Veach, what you got?
2: I don't like the position I've been put in right now because I feel like it would be (laughs) disingenuous for me to pick another player over the one that I'm going to end up with here. And he has gotten a lot of heat in the last couple of years, just in terms of his play and things that have happened, but I still don't think he's a bad player. He's a good player. And he's been around for a long time. So uh, I'm gonna go with Matt Dumba. I'm gonna have two Damn people it. on my team that ended up uh, on the active roster, which is more than I thought. But I'm, I'm happy to have him.
0: All right. Well, I thought I was gonna be able to sneak Dumba back uh, to me, but I was I was not. I t- I gambled and I lost, and that's okay because I can now take uh, Vladislav Benysek, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> sneeze. <laughs> Vladislav Benyasek you uh longtime Benyasek. listeners of the show will know that I'm a big Vladislav Benyasek truther so I'm going to say uh true to my brand
2: and uh and I'm gonna take him I've been writing down everybody's picks as we go along here when I got to this one I just wrote B and a bunch of scribbles <laughs> That's fair. Zuch uh I'm your a... final two picks Zuch you know
1: I mean I'm gonna go first with the. Just a goalie I remember very, very well from growing up. But uh, Roly the goalie, Dwayne Rollison.
2: You of I it. got
1: I, I got to go with Dwayne. It's a great Rolison. pick. And one of the reasons, uh, my buddy, he moved down to Florida uh, for one fucking year. Weird kid. But he moved down there for one year. His family did. And he went to the same school as Dwayne Rolison's kid. And their sons played hockey together and stuff. This guy bought them tickets to, like, every single Lightning home game. And just like invited him out, knew they're from Minnesota, and you know Dwayne played in Minnesota, and yeah, it just sounds like a stand-up guy. So I had to take Dwayne Rolos in there. And sad. my last pick is uh, Merrick Zidlicky. I had I, I got to take Zidlicky. Okay, it's just, <laughs> I, I've got. To, I, I, I like the goal. guy. I liked him as a player. Man, he was a good. He was an okay defensive player. Did you, and, did you look
3: at his plus minus though? Negative forty four. When this doesn't matter. matter. Oh, hey, that, that's fine. That, 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 Plus, that's fine. That's fine. The it. name, the name alone is
1: Zidlicky. It's just a great name. I had to go with another great name to prepare. That is, a that's a good one. Mark Bouchard, so.
0: I like it. That's my I, final pick. I like it. Uh, my final pick, I realized I probably could have taken him a couple of rounds ago because I, I forgot that all three of you had already taken your centers, uh, but I'm going to take Jewel, Erickson Eck. I love JEE. I've been a uh, JEE truther for a long time. I love his game. Love everything about him. He's here for eight more years, and uh, we actually will potentially get to see uh, a, a line in which uh, Kaprizov and, uh, and, and J.E. are on a line together, so that's exciting. So that's my pick.
3: That'd be electric. I even wrote that blog about him, how I hated that draft pick, and so I <laughs> yeah, I look like an idiot.
0: Bet you're eating crow now. Amen, brother. Uh, oh. Zoo, uh, not Zuch, uh, Veach, who's your goalie?
2: Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> There is some recency bias in a re- in a player I'm not picking. Um, all all stats and history and everything should say I pick him, but I will not. Uh, I'm taking Ilya Brzgalov strictly wow. for the 2014 playoff run. So right. give, me a, give me a win in the playoffs over the Avalanche, and I'll cherish it forever.
3: The most pander there pick I've ever heard in my life. Like, you're other one for bad. This hey, one's the worst.
2: He, he wasn't here for a long time. He was here for a good time. Oh, my God.
3: He's such, oh, he
1: was he was such a good interview too. He was.
3: He's great. That guy would say he's so great. He had an eight five five in playoffs. Like are you ah,
2: wins in the playoffs. It's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's like it's like Tebow. It doesn't matter how he looks. It's wins. Disgusting. Yeah, had that win. Yeah, where is Tebow now? Well, we used him and we abused him and we got him out here. <laughs> he
1: he was cut from one of the worst. <laughs> From, from one of the worst football teams in the NFL, if not the worst.
0: Yeah. All right. If Marlo. Worst. Marlo. Uh, All right. Who is Mr. Irrelevant for the inaugural wild takes uh, draft here?
3: I will say I've got a lot of options here for the goaltending. You um, do. So like Devin Dubnik is maybe one that we're thinking of as well, too. It uh, wasn't nearly as big of a fan of he was. I thought his neck was too long. I can't take somebody <laughs> like that. Um, obviously- a great name, though. The obvious pick is Manny Fernandez here. I'm not going to take him though. I'm going to shock people and I'm going to uh, go Josh Harding, another player that people absolutely loved. Um,
0: great pick. I, I had forgotten about him. Great. And pick. The,
3: one, the one thing about him is he was so consistent. I looked up this stat 0. 0.918. Then it's time with the Wild. 0.918 in the regular season, 0. 0.918 in playoffs as well too. Um, if it wasn't for that unfortunate stint with MS, who knows where, where, where he could have gone with us or what he could have done with us. Um, so Josh Harding, I think is a, a great pick at the final selection of this draft.
0: That's a great pick. I like that. I like Josh it a lot. was good. The great Mr. Irrelevant. Um, So just real quick, <clears throat> I'm going to read off everybody's teams uh, just so that uh, people who are listening can have an understanding of, of where we're going. And uh, and then these will be posted down to Twitter. And uh, so if you're listening, go ahead and check out uh, the 10 K takes Twitter and go vote for who you believe had the best overall starting lineup. So myself, I uh, have uh, Jewel Eriksson Ek, Kirill Kaprizov, Nino Niederreiter, Philip Kuba, Ladislav Benyasek, and Nicholas Backstrom. And Net Zuch, you had Pierre-Marc Bouchard, Mikhail Granlund, Brian Rolston, uh, Ryan Suter, Zidlicki, and Dwayne Rowley, the goalie, Rolison. Uh, Marlo, you are centered by Miko Koivu with, uh, Danny Heatley and Pavel Dimitra on the wings. Your blue line is Nick Schultz and Jonas Burdine, and you have Josh Harding in net. And then, uh, Veach, you are, uh, Stahl, uh, Eric Stahl, Marion Gabrick, Derek Bougard, Jared Spurgeon, Matt Dumba, and Ilya Brizgalov in net. That
2: sounds Honest, pretty when you say it too. Honestly? honestly?
0: pretty uh pretty strong team names here um so yeah again as you're listening to this go check out the uh 10k takes twitter and go ahead and vote for who you believe had the the best uh starting lineup great draft guys really really excited about this and we definitely left some guys off that is kind of the nature of of the draft so if everybody wants to like list like one or two honorable mentions um veach i know you had one because uh there's one pretty glaring omission from
2: all of our draft uh <laughs> there's a couple marlo if you want to bring this one up i got two other ones
3: <laughs> sure i could start us off um so obviously we missed the glaring zach parisi yeah. um Minnesota boy. Uh, I've got his Jersey upstairs. I think everybody here maybe has his Jersey somewhere upstairs. Uh, whether you're listening to this or you're actually hosting this podcast, everyone has a breezy Jersey. Um, so yep. the fact that we missed him, I'm going to throw on one, uh, a name here that, that I'm very upset that I forgot about if you don't mind. Uh, and that is Mr. Cal Clutterbuck, uh, same thing, gorgeous hair as a bald man. I mean, you gotta take that gorgeous gorgeous hair uh second in the <laughs> league with hits at 3333 since 0506 the only person ahead of him is justin brown and dust brown has 400 plus more games uh played with like 200 more hits so yeah. you know, clutterbuck huge miss uh on my part i'm pretty upset about that do you, just, do you
0: have do
1: you have any honorable mentions Dooch? i do and there's actually one glaring one sitting here right in front of me and his name is andrew Burnett.
0: that was gonna be mine yeah
1: yeah uh i mean Game seven overtime goal against Colorado. That's, if not the best goal in franchise history, right? Beside Nino Niederreiter. Yeah, it's, so, it's either I mean, one or
0: two. So I, I mean,
1: I for me, they're both great because they both, they ended Patrick Waugh's playing career and Patrick Waugh's coaching career. So, I mean, they're two <laughs> in a kind there. So that's one of my favorites. And another one is Jason Zucker. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a very, very solid winger for us. Um, Friend of the I program, too. underappreciated. I really wouldn't say underappreciated. I think wild fans knew what they were getting with them. And he had that awesome overtime goal against Chicago, one of his first playoff goals, which was electric. Yeah. So. Agreed. Those were my two.
2: The brunette one was really funny because it's just like, he was captain three separate times on one year stints for the wild. And it was just yeah. something that I had forgotten about. I thought it just was one long stretch there, but. Uh, <laughs>
0: right?
2: That's was, a great fun fact. It was good yeah. to look back on um, another, another couple of names here. Um, Darby Hendrickson. If you mm-hmm. grew up in Minnesota, you're watching the high school hockey tournament, you see the Hendrickson foundation and all the stuff that they do with them. He's obviously still a massive name in Minnesota. As far as impact on Minnesota, might not have been um, as big for the franchise, but Minnesota hockey in general, certainly, certainly one of the top ones up there. Um, we talked about Manny Fernandez and Devin Dubnik, uh, certainly for the goaltenders, but one other one here you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, Brent Burns. Like you said, time in Minnesota, not the greatest, but the fact that he just has maintained uh, such a high level of play for this long is surprising until you look at everybody else that was drafted in 2003. I just wanted to bring up a couple of names here. Bergeron, Stahl, Getzlav, Suter, Weber, Burns, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, Pavelski, Parise, Perry, uh, Buff Daddy, Crawford, all of them drafted in 2003. Yeah. Maybe the best draft class of all time. It's a
0: really strong draft class.
2: And the Not fact the that guys. the Wild landed him, like they drafted him and had that foresight, yeah. that's that's one of the highlights in terms of Wild drafts for me. And that's that's why it's noticeable, notable.
0: I like it. Um, yeah, great, uh, great honorable mentions. Um, I, I do want to just also just do a quick, quick, uh, honorable mention for, um, Wes Walls, uh, because obviously he played with the team for a long time, play, uh, well, not that long, but he played for a couple, a couple of years. Um, I think six, maybe. Um, he and then, you know, he's currently with the team in a uh, broadcasting role, even though people incorrectly don't care for his broadcasting, uh, and, and then of course I wanted to shout out the, uh, the brick wall of South St. Paul, Mr. Alex Daylock, Um, Baby.
3: Beauty of a guy.
0: Absolute beauty. Absolute legend of the game. And UMD like, grad. God. God, damn it! I need to stop giving you softballs.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. You're just lobbing it up
3: for him.
0: Yeah. Well, since he brought up UMD, uh, we'll transition this to the end here. Uh, Veach, we're going to have you on a couple of times uh, throughout the season to give us updates on all uh, the old college hockey here. Uh, so Veach, um, you know, that's kind of what you're known for. That's kind of your, uh, your bit is the, uh, being the college hockey guy. So, uh, what can we expect with the college hockey season, which is also right around the corner. And on top of
2: that, um, your very last question before you take off, what is your wild take Veach? As far as the college hockey season and what I'm going to provide, I'm going to, you know, send some shots at RMU. I'm going to send some shots at Alabama Huntsville. I'm going to send some shots, you know, to Alaska, maybe not at Alaska because it's less (laughs) their fault than it is the other two. Trying to get those programs, you know, caught back in line here. Um, And then hopefully we get some more Pacific um, teams stepping up and, and opening up the conferences here so we can get some more. More teams in college hockey and grow the sport a little bit. Um, on top of those, I'm, I'm hoping to cover a lot more of what's actually happening, specifically with Minnesota. Want to give a couple more updates on exactly where all of the D1 teams stand um, throughout the year, and that includes the new Saint Thomas D1 school program that's going on. As far as a wild take for the the, the likes of the Minnesota Wild professional team goes. Um, I'm going to start off with an exciting young player who I expect to make the team, but not only make the team, I think Marco Rossi is going to have the highest face-off win percentage of any wild player this year.
0: Ooh, I like that a lot. Yeah. I dig it. It's bold.
2: I like it a
3: lot though. Honestly, I think, he, I think he's going to be a stellar player. He's showing out in prospect camp. Why not?
2: Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, we, mentioned it at
1: the, we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we both said after, uh, I know it's a prospect camp. He's playing prospects, but I, yeah, he's a top six player. I mean, that guy, he's, he's very skilled. He's very good, hard shot, very quick. Yeah. He's a good player. I'm excited. And he he very well could have the highest percentage in the dot because we were terrible last season in the dot. So
0: agree, and they didn't really add
1: me centers. So, I mean, it's, right. <laughs> yeah. I don't see it getting better unless he does it. So I love that take.
0: Yeah, I do too. Marlo. Uh, we've also loved having you on. And, uh, so once again, we're going to ask you the same exact question, Marlo, what is your wild take?
3: So I think you're going to like this one a lot. Uh, here's the reason why, if this goes terribly wrong, we have a great little video where you do the, the cut to black and white, you play the, uh, the curb, your enthusiasm music over me with a slow pan onto my face. But as a third liner, I'm going to say Jordan Greenway. And I. I'm trying to think of the number I wanted to put here is going to exceed. I wanted to say 50, but I'm gonna say 45 points this season as a third liner. I think he'll stay within that, that role. Uh, hopefully playing on that same line. I know we talked a little bit about jewelers and potentially playing with Caprizov and everything like that going down the road here, but I'm going to say, he's going to break the 45 point threshold. He's only gone up every single year on top of that too, a blog I wrote about, this is a contract here. So, you know, he's going to pop off in a contract here.
0: Amen. I Pay love that it.
3: Man. Pay him.
0: I love it. Let's get greener some points. Um, thank you, Marlo and Zuch. As we're uh, wrapping out and rolling out of here, what is, uh, what is your wild take?
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go uh, with Veach on the rookie train here. Another rookie I'm really looking forward to playing. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say Matt Boldy will finish either top five or six in Calder, the Calder votes this year. I think he's going to have a very strong year. Just seeing what he did in Iowa. He's going to get power play minutes for us. There's no way he doesn't. And I could see him potting some Geno's for us. So I, I think it. top five Calder is not outlandish, especially because it's, it's a strong class this year, but it's not it's not asking too much to have him no, Boldy a, it's come a, out a, and start. I, if you saw Caulfield in the playoffs last year, I mean, Boldy can come out and do similar stuff, I think they would have yeah. given him a shot, but if,
2: if you follow didn't. me on, uh, on Twitter throughout the playoffs, you knew how much I love Caulfield and yeah. how much I was pumping his tires. And I, I was yeah. going to say, if, if you're going to put him at number one in terms of the Calder, then you're going to have mm-hmm. some problems with that from, no. from me anyway, but no, I, <laughs> I think that's a good one. Top five is top five is reasonable.
1: I think he'll, he'll have a good season. He'll, he'll be put with players too, that he'll be put with some pretty good players. If if he's going to be playing top six minutes, either, He's going to be on the line with Fiala or Kaprizov. So right there, he's going to have opportunities. So Another
2: college player. So I love him, despite being from the Boston area.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. It's kind of sucks he's from the Boston area. But college hockey, we got to get more of these guys into the into the NHL and succeeding at
0: a high level. So you'll love yeah. to see it. Well, um, you kind of actually uh, stepped on, on on where I'm going with mine. Um, obviously, Boldy has left. But the BC Wild are still a thing. We still have like four prospects that are playing for Boston College. Uh, So I'm going to predict that the BC Wild will once again make a frozen four, and that will coincide with the absolute beauty of your Minnesota Wild advancing into the Western Conference Finals. So both of those things are happening. How's that for bold?
3: That is very bold. Very. I, did, I will say I did buy a Boston College Eagles hat. It's upstairs right now for that full <laughs> point that you talked about right there. Uh, Western Conference Finals, bold, very bold. Uh, I thought I might have went too high with mine. You're shooting pretty high now, so we'll see.
0: I'm feeling good, baby. We got Caprice stuff. We got hey, the team. Hey, the team yeah. is looking fucking good.
3: Hey, a first-round win
1: I think is uh, very doable. Conference Finals is bold, but I like it. I, I, I yeah. hope
3: so. And, and to be fair, this is all going to change once I, Eichel signs, right?
1: yeah well
3: Well, that's a whole story for
1: if if, if he's if he's healthy by december billy g better be picking the phone up because if you can slide him into the mix instead of trading away assets later on you know Yeah. Get it done now when there's question about his future, I hate how dumb that sounds, but I mean, (laughs) if, if it's true, he's going to be healthy for December, dude, I'd take a fucking flyer. That's a good player right there. That's a great player player. and a
0: great discussion for another time. Uh, Gentlemen, it was great to have uh, both of you on. Uh, Thanks to 10,000 Takes for powering the Wild Takes podcast. And thank you to our sponsor, BetterEdge.com. Again, that's B-E-T-T-O-R-Edge.com. Promo code 10K for five free dollars. So with all that being said, thank you very much for listening to the Wild Takes podcast. Uh, We will see you next time. And one last time, God bless Kirkus.